What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 77. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Yami. I'm a board-certified pediatrician, certified health and wellness coach, author, and speaker. I'm also a passionate promoter of the power of diet and lifestyle in preventing and reversing chronic disease and bringing joy and longevity into our lives. This podcast is focused on plant-based nutrition, habit formation, motivation, and mindset so that you can have the tools to live the best life possible. Are you ready to get started? Let's do this. Our intention creates our reality. Wayne Dyer. Welcome back, veggie lovers. Happy Sunday. I hope that you're having a wonderful week, that your holiday season hasn't been too stressful that you're staying warm if you're in one of the cold states or that you're staying cool if you are in one of the places in the world where it's really hot. So I just wanna thank everybody who came to my book release party. It was simply amazing. It was so good. I felt so happy. My heart was so full. We had such a great time and it. I just felt really really special. I really love signing books. It was just really fun. People were telling me that um, if I keep writing such long dedications that I'm not going to be able to sign many books, but it's okay. It was a really special time. So I am very grateful. Just a reminder, if you want my book and you haven't already purchased it, remember it is available on all major online platforms, of course, Amazon and Barnes and Noble. If you want more information on my book, you can go to dryami.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com forward slash book. And there's a little summary and links there to purchase as well. If you've read my book, I would so appreciate a review. I have had the reviews start coming in little by little and I wanted to read one. This one is from Diana and it's titled Parents. A positive approach to help you do more than just put dinner on the table. Dr. Yami's new book is a positive approach to help parents do more than just put dinner on the table. As a parent whose children arrived without that manual, it was up to me to sort out how to raise them. I will be providing this book to my daughters to help them raise my grandchildren. This book teaches us how to rely on intuition and make healthy choices using whatever food choices we choose. Dr. Yami is not shaming or advocating a certain diet. In fact, she teaches a way of life you can use to help your children create their own health. Thank you so much, Diana. That was such a nice review. I really appreciate it. And like I said, if you haven't purchased a copy, A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy, and you're interested, check it out. Write a review if you have time. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So this episode is about setting an intention for the new year. So I am a huge 
goal setter. I love new beginnings. I love fresh starts. And here we are in the middle of December. So I'm pulling up my calendar to see. We have, yeah, like exactly two weeks and two days until we are in 2020. 2020. So when I was younger, 2020 seemed like definitely the year when we would be like space age advanced, like flying cars, robots just walking around doing stuff for us. Like that's definitely what I imagined when I was a kid. But instead, we have TikTok, hashtag OK Boomer, and $120,000 bananas taped to walls. So not quite what I thought was going to happen, but you know, definitely we are making some advancements. But before we move forward and talk about 2020, let's take a moment to reflect on 2019. So I want you to think about how that went for you. How, how did the year go for you? What are you proud of? What did you learn? Who did you spend time with? What places did you visit? Who did you visit? And is there anything you regret? But I think most importantly, how did you feel? How did 2019 make you feel? Did you experience joy, excitement, awe, gratitude, elation, peace, contentment? Or did you have some negative feelings in there? I'm sure we all had a mix of both, right? I mean, that's life. We should feel all kinds of emotions. That's normal. But what I'm getting to is, did you feel the way you wanted to feel? Was 2019 a year where you felt like you were in control of your feelings? If you haven't listened to my episode on managing your thoughts and feelings, and you're like, there's no way I can control my feelings, go back to episode number 61 so that you can learn the concepts of managing our thoughts and feelings. And I'm not trying to say that we should feel a, you know, the certain way all the time or that it's bad to feel anything negative. I'm not. What I'm saying is maybe there's a different way to approach our life and not just looking at things as far as goals and achievements to check off, but how we want to feel. So for me, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, 2019 was very full. 2019 has been incredible. I've gotten three new certifications, published a book, been through the ups and downs of writing a book. I should do a whole episode about that, of what lessons I've learned about writing my first book because it's definitely not the things I expected. Lots of ups and downs, lots of emotions. But I think one of the things I realized and I've known for a long time is I have the habit of cramming as much as possible into as little time as possible, which is exciting and I get so much accomplished. And to other people on the outside, they think I'm just amazing because they're like, wow, you can do so much. 
But the downside to that is because I'm always doing so much and I'm always pursuing the next goal as soon as I accomplish one, I don't often take enough time to appreciate. And I realized that as I was reflecting upon the last episode, which was on gratitude, that gratitude feels amazing, but you have to be deliberate about it. You have to take time to really appreciate what you have around you. One of the things that I learned in 2019 as well is that I like setting quarterly goals. It was much more helpful to me to set quarterly goals than yearly goals. I definitely got a lot more accomplished that way because I got to reset at the end of every three months. Okay, what am I going to focus on this three months? What am I going to focus on next three months? It broke things down into achievable little pieces. So that was cool. And I definitely get pleasure from accomplishing goals, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't keep doing it. But I'm not sure that I felt the way I wanted to feel the majority of the year. I feel like I spun my wheels a lot and maybe did more things than I would have chosen to do if I would have been more aligned with my true intentions. So I think that in December, when we're coming to the end of the year and about to start a new year, I think it's really normal for us to sit down and review our year, see what worked, what didn't work, and set goals for the new year. A lot of people still set resolutions. I will resolve to do this and this and this. But the problem with a goal, even though it's fun, and there's definitely ways to set goals. If you go back to last year around this time, my friend Angela and I talked about goals for the new year. And I talked about smart goals and all those kinds of things. So you can review that episode if you want to learn more about smart goals. But I think what I've realized is a goal itself is really not the root of what we want. We set goals because we imagine that achieving those goals is going to make us feel a certain way. But the ultimate end goal of our choices is emotion. The ultimate end goal of what we choose to do in life is how we're going to feel. So this year, instead of focusing on my goals and writing out all my goals and planning out every single quarterly goal I have for the year, I am going to start with an intention. I'm going to start with an intention for the new year and then design my life around that, design my goals around my intention. So think about that for a minute because it may completely change the way that you approach your life and approach 2020. So first of all, what is an intention? An intention is an aim or a manifestation. It's what you want to produce. Dictionary.com defines it as an act or instance of determining mentally upon some action or result. So you make a decision that you want to produce a certain thing. It's your intention. But you can also see your intention like a compass that keeps you pointed in the right direction because it's really where you want to end up. How you get there 
is determined differently, but it's where you want to be. It's your ultimate end goal, which like I said, when we make choices, we're doing it because we want to feel a certain way. So why would it be helpful to look at it this way instead of just setting goals? I think it's because when we start with an intention, we start with how we want to feel, the overall purpose of our life, it's better aligned with what we truly desire instead of what we think we should achieve, what we should be, or what we should experience. Because I think it's easy to just be like, okay, everybody's doing that. Well, I'm going to do that too. But maybe it's not going to make you feel the way you really want to feel. So like say that you want to feel, you want to feel beautiful and you want to feel free and you want to be at peace. But every year, your number one goal at the beginning of the year is lose 10, 15 pounds. Is achieving that weight loss goal necessary or even essential to experiencing those feelings that you want to feel? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Do you need to earn a higher salary in order to feel abundance? Or can you start feeling and living abundance now without needing to wait an entire year to increase your earnings? So that's why it's important. Like maybe you want to feel abundant. Maybe you want to feel confident. Does that require a career change? Does it require a diet? And actually, when you think about it, when you actually sit in your body and think about how you want to feel, does dieting and everything that comes along with dieting help you achieve that end goal of how you want to feel? Obviously, I'm biased in this area. Listen to any of my episodes on intuitive eating. I'm thinking it probably isn't going to align with how most people want to feel, but that's just me. Okay, so your intentions help you connect with your authentic self. It is your core desire. It's what you want in your life. And so that's why I think that starting with an intention is ultimately going to help you craft better goals, is going to help you go in the direction that aligns most with what you want in life. So for me, after reflecting on this for a few weeks, I have chosen three words to describe my intentions. So the first one for 2020 is savor. I love this word. I think savor is such a nice word. Probably also because I'm a food lover. But this is not about food. This is about my life. So for me, savor means I want to spend more time enjoying and appreciating what I already have my beautiful family, my career, my home, my body. I want to appreciate and enjoy my body. So to me, whenever I think, okay, I want 2020 to be a a year of savoring, how do I set goals or how do I plan for allowing there to be enough time and space for savoring? To me, that means that I need to have enough time to be home, to be present, to be engaged 
to be relaxed with my sons and my husband. And just to be, like I said, to be present. I need, I need to be able to have that ability. I can't be overscheduled. I can't have too many things on my mind that I'm thinking about or trying to plan or trying to finish. I need to be in the moment with everything I'm doing. To me, that means savor. Just really be mindful. Really just enjoy the heck out of every single moment. The next word is nourish. So to me, nourish means to nourish my body, mind, and soul. Prioritize my self-care through my nutrition, exercise, adequate sleep, and meditation. My meditation practice has definitely fallen by the wayside in 2019. And maybe even take a step further and deepen my spirituality this next year. Nourish. It's a great word too. It's also one of the words that's in my business, Nourish Wellness, my pediatric practice. So really just prioritizing, nourishing myself so that I feel good. I want to feel that vibrant well-being and make time for that. And then the third word for me is radiate. So I feel like if I savor and I nourish, I am going to have plenty left to radiate. And radiate for me means being generous with my love, with my compassion, with my ability to empower other people and to do this mindfully and deliberately with everybody I meet. I just want to be a love radiator. Honestly, I just want to become radiant light energy without limit. As my future career goal. Radiant light energy, limitless. So savor, nourish, radiate. I think that sounds amazing. And it sounds like every day is going to be a spa day. So looking forward to 2020. But really, if I focus on these intentions, I realize that it doesn't require me writing you know, 10 to 12 quarterly goals and crushing them, getting more certifications, acquiring more achievements. It's a very different way of thinking and feeling of 2020. It's peaceful and it feels trusting and it feels open and curious. So that's that's where I'm starting. So how do you set your intention? How do you go about this? It requires time. So I recommend that you start by finding some quiet time to reflect. Reflect on how you want to feel. Whatever form that takes for you. So whether it's meditation, prayer, writing in your journal. Take some time to just close your eyes and think about how do you want to feel in 2020? What do you want 2020 to be the year of for you. Here are some questions that you might find helpful. What do you want to cultivate more of in your life? What are you passionate about? And of course, and how do you want to feel? It may be helpful to visualize. So as you Close your eyes, visualize your desires, your dreams, but the emotion that comes along with them. 
as you're doing that certain thing in your imagination or getting that certain thing or visiting that certain place, being with that certain person, what is it that you're feeling? And then that gets to that core of your intention. Keep it simple and just down to a few words. Like mine, I just have three single words and I know what that means for me. Maybe for you, it's a sentence. It might be like an affirmation, but just keep it simple, something memorable and what you feel truly encompasses that feeling that you wanna achieve in 2020. Then write it down, put it up where you can see it or put it on your cell phone screensaver or whatever, and then reflect on it. Just reflect on it and let the rest just flow to you. The point here is not to discover how you're going to feel that way. It's just to get clear on how you want to feel. And then let the answers come to you. Let the path unfold. You will find the way to get to those intentions, to manifest those intentions. Talk about it with your friends and family and see how this feels different. If you've never set an intention before, if you've never thought about your life in this way before, it might be a little different. It might be a little uncomfortable. It might be great. Who knows? But try it on for size and see how it feels for you. So my call to action for you is to set your intention for the new year. Find three words or a sentence or an affirmation that describes how you want to feel in 2020. So set your intention. We are two weeks and two days away from the new year. It's going to be awesome. I am super excited about it. So I hope that's helpful and that that gives you something to think about. A great way to start the next year. Next Sunday, you will be hearing a conversation between myself and Heidi Masanga, who is a plant-based registered nurse. We're gonna be talking about meal planning and prepping easy meals for kids and her story and lots more. There are a few more interviews coming up, I guess two more before the end of the year and lots of cool stuff coming in 2020. So I can tell you more about that next week. Just a reminder, if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, I would really appreciate it. If you could also take a moment on iTunes to rate and review it, that would be amazing. No, I ask you guys to do so much. Thank you so much for everything you do. I really appreciate you and I'm so grateful to be here. I hope that you have a plantastic day and I will catch you next week. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at Rocket Surgeons Music. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, all of my social media links can be found in the podcast description. Send me a message and let me know what you think of today's podcast. Sharing is caring. Please share, rate, and review my podcast and drop me a line if you have ideas for future episodes. Thank you once again and have a plantastic day.